0: wondered what goes on in the kitchens of Melbourne's restaurants? I'm Jo Ritty and Conversation with the Chef gives you the backstory of some of our favourite eating spots. How's your day busy? My day was a little bit busy. I'm a teacher as well as um, a writer so I've come from school and I was just saying I have to go back to school tonight as well for a parent information. (laughs) How's your day been?
1: Yeah, pretty uh, like busy with prep, food. we had a really busy life, night last night. Okay. Yeah, so pretty busy with that, but it wasn't really busy lunch. Yeah, so it was okay, it was good. Because I
0: came in um, quite near the start, and um, Sasha was saying, you know, they hadn't quite worked out what the busy times were. Do you know what would be the busy times now, do you think?
1: Well, nights were really busy, like, uh, uh, during winter, I've noticed people coming in earlier, like around six thirty, seven. 7. Yeah. And then someone's different. They they just come in later. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like yeah, they've been coming really early during the winter, and it's been busy from six, till eight, eight yeah.
0: thirty,
1: and then slow down. Yeah.
0: yeah. And Is it is it different preparing for Middle Eastern food because you've come from cooking Italian food before this? Yeah, well,
1: right? uh a, a professional. Um, uh, professional kitchen. Yes, Italian. I did uh, modern uh, Chinese as well. Oh. So, yeah, I did, I did a bit of everything. I did private catering. I've done, like, Middle Eastern, like, functions. Uh, not much, though. Uh, but, yeah, this is, like, the first um, like um, professional commercial kitchen working in Middle Eastern yeah.
0: restaurant. Yeah. So, guess it's a dif- it's dif- definitely a different style of food so there, d- there must be different things you've got to think about different ingredients um, and
1: well I'm very familiar with the ingredients in the cuisine because of my background um, and leaving the moment for nine years when I was younger growing up with that food and born in Iraq and my parents cooking that food at home so it's I'm really familiar but then uh, the hardest part was like bringing that style of food and try and make it uh, like more restaurant because mm. doing home cooking and cooking in a restaurant is different. Yeah, absolutely. It's very different. So yeah, it was, that, was, that was the most challenging part. Okay. And doing things that not everyone loves. So it was like, uh, it was challenging as well and trying to make sure the food that people that would like.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cooking that. Um, when you say food that people don't love, what do you mean?
1: Well, sometimes, uh, sometimes people are a bit more funny towards traditional food, so um, so that was a challenge by doing that. So we just wanted to go into a different direction okay. and not do too much traditional stuff.
0: So, what's an example of something traditional? Um,
1: maybe like, uh, like maybe. Kibanea. Have you heard of kibiné? Some people don't like that. Okay, are those little
0: fritters? Or? No, it's
1: a raw like raw oh. tartare with crackle. Oh, meat. okay, right. Yeah, and then there was also like, uh, like kuba or It's like a, also wig and mince. It's really nice. though. A lot of people like it, and then there's some people don't like it. Okay. Yeah, so there was some some dishes that we didn't put on, on the menu, and we just like try and get the concept right. That was mm. the hardest part. But yeah. with now we, I reckon now we're at the highest, like, really yeah. good uh, level. You know, we got it all right now. It took, it took a while to start to get it right. Yeah. It was just really difficult. to. So I can run you through yeah. the menu and, uh, like, um, explain some of the dishes. So, some of the stuff is not really traditional. Mm. Um, so, like, the, the halloumi cigar is a little bit traditional, but not 100%, but that was one of the things that it had a twist to, and that people love that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Brussels sprouts is another one, um, with harissa chili sauce and cauliflower leaves. Yeah.
0: Oh, cauliflower leaves. That
1: was, yeah. So cooked out cauliflower leaves, so that was. Um, um, that's not really traditional. Again, so we're just heading to that direction of uh, more vegetarian, really yeah. fresh, really uh, affordable for um, everyone.
0: I know the baked cauliflower's a big favourite, isn't it? Yeah, is it still a big favourite? or
1: it's, It is. It's, it's one of the best-selling dishes, and people love it. And, I mean, in my opinion, I really like it as well. But I like the um, eggplant the more. Yeah. yeah. We just put that on like last Date, month.
0: molasses, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Put it on last month, and that people were really enjoying it. And also the beetroot was about last week. We just put it on.
0: So how's that done?
1: So Is that's uh, roasted, roasted with... uh, beforehand, and then just stuffed with um, halloumi cheese and spring. Stuffed. Onion. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's uh, yeah stuffed. So the idea was like doing uh, like dolmades, but not really, but doing it in a different way. Okay. So, more modern way, so wow. stuff be uh, treated with halloumi cheese.
0: Is it an idea you came up with, or have you seen it before?
1: Well, it was. I haven't seen it, and it was an idea that um, like bringing traditions and uh, putting something modern together. Mm. And uh, I, I actually thought it wasn't going to work. I had a feeling like it might work, it might not. So, we had, we had to try it. Uh, experimental dish. And it came out really well. Yeah, yeah, and we decided to put on. Oh, I have to come back and eat that. That
0: sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, people really enjoy it. Um, Yeah, that's probably traditional as well as your meatballs, Mm. falafel pita is your standard shalom as well. So all these things are yeah more
0: traditional. These falafel um, are so bright green. What does that come from? Um, So it's in the recipe that I. Had to start.
1: I was trying to work out. I've, I mean, I, I was doing this recipe for a while. The same recipe. So, put coriander, fresh coriander, fresh parsley, uh, onion, uh, cumin, and spiced coriander as well. Mm. Um, and just like the the green pie is m- more coriander. That's why it's like so green and bright.
0: But they're it's so um. Bright. I love your fluff. they're quite. They're moist and soft, and you know they really.
1: Oh, you've been here
0: for lunch or dinner? For lunch. I came and I had one of these trays. um.
1: Yeah, Um, also like putting a little bit of liquid instead of like just leave the recipe because I was trying to work out because I really don't like dry falafel. Oh, I know. So many
0: of them are. Yeah, I
1: was trying to work out the best way to do it. Obviously, good quality chickpeas helps. Yeah, good quality, really fresh ingredients and and a bit of liquid that makes it less dry.
0: Because I had a friend um, from Israel, and he made his own falafel, and he, used, he grated apple into them, and that made them quite moist. But he said that every different household has Everyone a different it. recipe. Yeah, <laughs> I'll,
1: make, I'll make it different. Like, um, in Lebanon, they don't really use green too much. They just do spices. Yeah. And in Israel, it's, like, opposite. They do more, like, just mostly green. A lot of people do really green um, so I just thought maybe do it in between like really nice flavored spices and and really fresh as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: nice. And um, so you had some of your childhood in Lebanon, but when did you decide to be a chef? Was that
1: uh, decided to be a chef just uh, d- during high school? So I've always liked cooking, like when I was um. Like just leaving at home, and cooking with my mum. I've always really enjoyed cooking, um, and decided to be a chef in Year Ten. Dropped out of high school, and um, yeah, started in apprenticeship.
0: So was that here? Like you were here by the stage?
1: Yeah, I came came to Australia in 2002 to so be here for a while. So did a majority of the high school and and their primary school in, in in Australia. Yeah, so. That was the interesting part. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, and where did you do your apprenticeship?
1: Uh, William Angus. Okay. I yeah. did. I did some of it. I did two years at William Angus, and then the last the last year before I got qualified, I did it through like uh, like a teacher that comes in, and does it. Okay. Yeah, he did like uh, classes and paperwork. Yeah. I just yeah. I so did, you were
0: young when you started, like sixteen or something. Seventeen. Seventeen. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Seventeen. <laughs> Yeah. Little, little I well, started at Rockpool
0: Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I That's a Rockpool. pretty good place to start.
1: Yeah, before was really, really good. It's still pretty good now, but it's not as good as before. It was, it was amazing, yeah, when I started. It was like is up there, with one of the best restaurants in Melbourne, and a really yeah. good reputation. Yeah, yeah. But now there's so much happening
0: now compared yeah. be before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I heard someone say, who was I speaking to the other day? Oh, Charlie over at um, Lupo in Collingwood, and he said um, he's come over from England, and he was saying that um, when he first got into it, it, was the atmosphere of the kitchen as much yeah. as the cooking. And what, what is it? What about cooking and being a chef? Is what what what's the appealing thing for you? um
1: just trying to please customers yeah the most like the obviously the vibe of like working in the kitchen is really exciting um before it was really hard for me when i first started there was a lot of uh stress and pressure yeah i didn't have like really good skills at all i didn't have that much like knowledge in that in that level of restaurant um but the more practice i had and i uh, I learned a lot when I went to uh, a restaurant called El Bakra if you know. It. Like, it's, uh, it's on Little Street. It's a one hat restaurant. When I went there, I proven my skills more and service. Um, and, yeah, that really helped out. But the, the vibe, the service is, is the most exciting part. Yeah. yeah it's but just, I
0: imagine, was Rockpool quite a big kitchen? Like a lot it of... was
1: very big. Very, uh, yeah, very big kitchen about... 12 to 13 chefs. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, and you did you
0: start in right at the bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: right at the bottom. I was, I was the, I, I used to run fair run, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah.
0: how long were you there?
1: I was there for two years.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So where did you work up to?
1: Um, I was still doing my apprenticeship there but I did like almost every section except maybe one or two yeah yeah but I did I I did learn a lot there like I did most of the sections there so there's about six or seven sections there yeah yeah yeah. I did most of them and um, decided to leave and do something different do modern Italian yes yeah that was that was uh, really um, a good experience for me working there Um, and there's just you don't just do one thing like with, with places like Rockwell, you're just working in one section for like a week. But places like smaller places, you learn more and you do a lot more. Like, you're pretty much prepping most of the stuff on the menu, and yeah, you learn a lot more than um, places like Rockwell. Just I think Rockwell is more of like the name, yeah, but in terms of skills you learn more at smaller places. Okay, in my that's opinion. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn, you learn. I think uh, with Rockwell, I learn a, a lot about quality. That taught me a lot at the start because I didn't know much, mm. um, and knife skills. But then, if you want to improve your knowledge and different skills, like more fun dining or more mm. modern, then you go at maybe smaller places. And, yeah.
0: yeah. So, how many were on the team at Ubakaro? There
1: was only four.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. But then after I was working there, after after one year, I decided to move on and do, do something different again hmm. and do Asian food. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's a really... It feels to a me like jump. it would be a big jump because there's a whole lot of different flavours and things out yeah. there and, and different profiles involved. Yeah. How, do you, how do you learn about that? I suppose on the job, but...
1: Yeah, it takes... It took me... About two weeks or three weeks to learn the names, especially not growing up with it. Yeah, because my parents never cook Asian food. Yeah, it's very different, like Chinese, modern Chinese, and uh, yeah, so especially that that took me a while to to learn the ingredients. But after that, it was it's pretty easy, yeah, mm. to learn. The uh, I guess I guess it's like that with every job; the more practice you do, um, the more you learn. But you always find out what's what's for you, what's right for you, mm. and I think. I think modern, modern Chinese is not really right for me. Like I love eating Chinese, like Asian food. Yeah. But maybe the the concept or the style of the service or the kitchen, I didn't, I enjoyed it at the start, but then it got yeah, it didn't get exciting as much.
0: Okay. Just yeah, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think in my career, I think Italian or now Middle Eastern is like my favorite to like
0: work out. Yeah. Yeah. So do you still, like, you feel excited coming to work? Like, no, because I guess every day, is, when you go to work, it's not always exciting, but, I mean, um, you're, you're working in a people industry and your thing's pleasing people, so I guess it is different every day in some respects. Yeah.
1: Uh, the, I think the most, the most exciting part is really doing good food. Like, that's why I really enjoy it. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to go... I work somewhere where everything is like frozen or pre-made or like a lot of stuff. I just can't do it. I can't see myself doing that. So that's really the most exciting part here. It's just doing like really nice fresh food um, and still manage to do uh, like things with like with the skills, but and still it's still cheap. Yeah, I mean? like that's Like we're right. still managing to do stuff that are. Um, that you do other restaurants and you charge a lot more, but we're not really charging that much. No, it's
0: very It place. is. Yeah. And your dessert. So like this must be one of the most Instagrammed desserts. The yes. um the semifreddo. Yeah. Is that um, it because it, it sounds like you've been doing a lot more sort of savoury dishes, but you must have experience in past that like pastry chef. I did. Um. Well when I
1: was when I it, in the background I did. Uh, I did the dessert section there most oh. of the time, yeah. And larder. so larder and dessert was like really popular there, and uh, also the Luke just walked past. He's the sushi, yeah. So he's really good with desserts, like he's okay. amazing. Yeah. So I I just talk to him about um, like uh, I think about stuff, and I'd be like, "What do you think about it? Maybe we should try it." So one of the the whole dessert order was like really that was one of my idea and I just said to him why don't we do something like that and maybe we try it out and he made it and it came out amazing it is amazing yeah, yeah. With date pistachio through it <gasps> yeah really fluffy because have you tried your traditional halva? Like, yes yes yeah. it can be really sweet yeah so we, um, we tried to make this dessert not as sweet and really nice like really um, not very heavy, mm. yeah. I mean, if you're an ice cream person, you will enjoy this. Yeah, it's not too strong and too heavy. That's right. Yeah.
0: Um. And so, with the menu, like, in the kind of the menu in the venue, yeah. Are you are you stuck with this menu now, or are you able to change it? I mean, is we're it... able
1: to change it. Um. Uh, we just don't want to change too much because no. we just open up. Yeah. But we have changed a lot since we opened up. Uh, I can tell you, at least five dishes on this menu they are not yeah. on there anymore. So the eggplant is very fresh, like very new. The beetroot is very new. Um, tabbouli as well. Oh, yeah. So that was uh, one of the uh, exciting dishes that I thought about as well. And um, I thought about traditional tabouli is great but it's only nice with, in my opinion, it's only nice with, with a falafel wrap, Or you have it, like, with skewers and stuff like that. But this tabbouleh, you can just eat it by itself. And okay. You can really enjoy it. It's got uh, grilled corn, uh, cucumber tomatoes. It's just really fresh. It's more like a salad than your, like, really too much parsley in the <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah fair enough. Oh. And, um... You seem to be a very happy chef. What would be your advice to a, new, someone, a young person coming into the industry? What do you think is that's important to know? Um, an advice for someone young? Know,
1: it just really depends what they want to do. So if they want to work in, like in a fine dining place or work in this level, it's, it's always good to try different things. Mm. And um, like always, learn different things, like different type of restaurants. You could, you can, someone can come in here and start really young and not really enjoy it. Yeah. Like hate it. Yeah. Or go to rock or go to those type of places and really hate it, but enjoy the style of food. I, I, mean, I suggest it's to follow your heart more than you know, more than what people say the most. Like yeah. just follow your instinct. If you know what I mean. Like don't. Don't listen too much to what people say, oh you should do this, you should do that. It's all it's really all about you. Yeah. What you want to learn, what you want to achieve at the end of the day. Yeah. But in my opinion, I think it's always great to have that great restaurant in your like restaurants in your resume. Yeah. Because you can go somewhere else and you can get accepted easy much easier than working somewhere like not that great. Yeah. And your skill level, your knowledge will improve as well as you go.
0: Yeah
1: up yeah
0: that's good advice yeah I mean
1: that's, that's all I can think of I yeah. can't really I, I had a different um, perception at the start but now again yeah it's different now.
0: so what do you mean you had
1: I thought I was always I, like I always wanted to do fine gardening like, right. modern, like really really wanted I never thought that would do this style fit, like street yeah. food yeah. this is very like more street food yeah yeah I never really thought that but then again, just, it just happens. Like, good things happen, like, to the right person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a good thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. Thank you. It'll do.